0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Highway to Health Podcast, hosted by Jeremy Quinby, provides guidance, quality resources, and inspiration for anyone seeking wellness in mind, body, and spirit. There's an episode that you should check out called The Value of Our Emotions, where Jeremy helps listeners understand the role emotions serve and what we can learn about our present state by staying attuned to them. Check out Highway to Health podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. The thing with rare disease
1: is that you may not even know that you have been dealing with this disease because it's such a small amount of people that suffer from it.
2: Welcome to the Nurse Wellness Podcast empowering nurses to manage stressors so they can intentionally reconnect with their purpose, optimize their wellness, and ultimately show up in the world the way they want to be seen. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Wendy Garvin Mayo, your stress solution strategist. In this podcast, you'll receive actionable stress management tips, insightful interviews, and strategies that focus on inspiring you to be your best, do your best, and give your best. With that, let's get started. Awesome. Welcome, Amanda, to the Wellness Platform. So excited that you are here. How are you today?
1: I'm great. How are you? Thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy to be here.
2: Yes, I cannot wait for you to tell us all about yourself and how you transitioned from pharmacy school into the pharmaceutical industry. So why don't we start off by you just telling us a little bit about yourself. Who are you?
1: Okay. Yeah, of course you guys know my name is Amanda Iduswi. I come from a very big Nigerian family. So just starting it all out, like family is very important to me and um, is actually the inspiration for why I even went into pharmacy school. Um, I do have three older sisters who are also within pharma doing different things. um, And my father is also um, a pharmacist as well. Um, And then kind of going into why I'm in commercial within pharmacy, within the pharmaceutical industry, comes from my my mother, she's an entrepreneur. Um, she is does a, a various numbers of different tasks. She wears a lot of hats, um, and she's always been my inspiration for why I wanted to do amazing things in the world. And pharma and being in pharmacy has always been something that. Um, inspired me within my own family, Um, coming from that background of always wanting to, you know, help others, um, inspire others. Um, And so one of my greatest achievements is starting the Sisters in Medicine, which is something that me and my sisters do um, on various social media platforms. Um, We focus a lot on patient education, patient wellness, um, and just educating the masses on a a ton of different health topics. So that is a little bit about me, um, why my interest is in pharmacy and some of the things I do outside, outside of pharma, but still within the same realm and scope of science.
2: I love that. Well, you said a lot that we can unpack. Your mom's an entrepreneur, yeah, which also. is great because I'm also an entrepreneur myself. <laughs> yes. I'm also, pharma. So, so Exactly. But I love the fact that you said you and your sister started sisters in medicine. I I want to hear more about that. But before we get to that, um, can you tell people what is a pharmacist? Because I think people have this idea of a pharmacist is a person who um, gives you your medication when you go to Walgreens Mm -hmm. or CVS. But what is a pharmacist?
1: Yeah. So of course, everyone has that idea that a pharmacist is someone who's kind of stuck behind that counter. Um, but if someone, when you ask me that question, a pharmacist is a lot of things. They're someone who can do a lot. They're someone who has a, a wealth of knowledge and, and is really versatile. Um, I think I, what I would say a pharmacist is, is a health professional that connects the community um, to a wealth of health Ooh. knowledge. Um, and that doesn't always mean behind the pharmacy. That can be within industry, you know, using their insights that they learn. So many years of, of clinical study, as well as their rotations or their um, professional opportunities, and that's also in the hospital as well. Just being that direct guideline for you know nurses and doctors um, to just understand that 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 clinical knowledge, that you know that drug knowledge, that they're able to break down and, and really get into the nitty gritty with.
2: I love that. I love that because I think yeah. pharmacists are kind of pigeonholed into. Mm-hmm. Um, one role, right? Like you said, behind the desk at CVS or Mm -hmm. uh, Walgreens in the hospital, you may see your pharmacist, you may see your pharmacist. And for our patients who may be watching out there, how can they leverage a pharmacist if they are in a hospital or even if they're going to a CVS or or Walgreens?
1: Mm -hmm. I think definitely the best way to leverage a pharmacist is to come to them with with a broad and a a, a wide array of questions. what we learn in school, you know, has a lot to focus on the drugs and and breaking down how it works in the body and how the body works on the drugs. But we also learn um, things outside of that. We learn about different disease states. Um, And I think that's very important um, with a pharmacist because we are so versatile. And so patients can really come to us um, at any point. You know, it's not always that you're going to be able to see a nurse or your, your primary care provider Right away. Maybe you can message them on Patient Gateway or MyChart, whatever you use. But a pharmacist is in the community and there's something that you can use right away. Um, and they'll oftentimes give you a lot of information. They may not be able to give you the full scope, but it's definitely something that maybe they can ease your mind on something that you've been worrying about. Or maybe you went on WebMD and Googled, but um, this <laughs> pharmacist that's in the community might have a little bit more information than what Google has to offer. <laughs>
2: Yes, I love that. I love that. And I think people just need to know that cuz even as a nurse
1: myself, I love pharmacists.
2: They they're like my my, they're my best friends and I love like,
1: nurses. <laughs> All my best friends are nurses.
2: <laughs> yes, but I think uh, you know, it's so important for the general public to know that pharmacists are valuable, they're full of information, well educated, well prepared, and mm-hmm. many times your nurses and your doctors are talking to pharmacists sometimes before they talk to you. Yes. So so you can definitely yes. leverage um, you know, pharmacists, you know, for your benefit. So anyone out there mm-hmm. listening, please have a conversation with your pharmacist. You should know yes, the medicine. Please do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Be proactive about it. So I want to know more about sisters in medicine. What um what happened to uh make this come about? Like what was the
1: precipitating factors? Of course. So, so my sisters and I, you know, as I mentioned before, we come from a Nigerian background and with Nigerians, like, I just want to say excellence is built into our DNA. So we always knew we wanted to do something within the, the medical field, you know, whether it be nursing, whether it be um, going all the way through med school. Uh, but it just kind of came down to the fact that, you know, our, our father was a pharmacist. We kind of got influence from him. And then our mother, seeing the value of a pharmacy degree, really just pushed us all into pursuing that, um, pursuing that as a career. And then, you know, going into it at first, I'm thinking, you know, there's only one avenue with pharmacy. You know, you're gonna work at CVS, you're gonna work at Walgreens or maybe a grocery store chain. And then having seen my sisters go through the schooling and then kind of get into their careers. I'm seeing that there are many different avenues that you can take within pharmacy. You could go, you could go the traditional route of working um, at a community pharmacy, or you could take out, do a residency and work in a hospital, or you could enter into pharma and find yourself in a, in a plethora of different areas. So, Once I started to see that, I was very interested and intrigued with the profession. So it was just really great and ironic that all my sisters were all so close. We're all like best friends. We were like, if we're all going to be pursuing the same career, why don't we, you know, help people? Like, why don't we give not only knowledge about everything we're learning in school, like all the disease states we're learning, all the medicine modifications we're learning. Why don't we also help individuals learn how they can get into pharmacy school as well? So we kind of built it from patient education, just teaching the masses about health information, health knowledge, things about common cold and flu, to now kind of switching to still, still focusing on that patient population, but also helping individuals land pharmacy school roles and helping people gain education um, and learn that there are other opportunities within pharma. And we are literally a testimony of that, You know, all of us being in different areas within the industry. Um, so that's something that we've been building since 2017. And we are largely on um, Instagram, with you know a couple of videos on YouTube. Um, but we definitely want to start taking our information that we've been putting on our main platform and kind of spreading it across all of our socials. Um, but it's something that I hold very near and dear to my heart. It's something I get to do with my best friends every day. Um, and it's also just really great seeing people learn so much from us. People coming to us saying, you know, that video of um, how how to learn how to swallow a medication that like that was very helpful to me. Or oh, I never knew that you you couldn't take this medication and this medication together. So it's really great taking the knowledge that I, I went to school for so long for and then being able to give that back in a real way, not just waiting to work in a job to be able to do that.
2: I love that. And, and it makes me think of your mom, right? The yes. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, you your starting your own business. I, I love that. And what's your handle if people want to uh, find out more about uh, Sisters in Medicine?
1: Of course, it's sisters underscore in medicine.
2: Okay, on Instagram. On Instagram, yes. All right, I love it. Now, you are a Husky. We both graduated from UConn. Yes. Go Huskies. (laughs) Yes. So tell me how you transitioned or how you landed this opportunity with Sanity, which is a pharmaceutical company. And explain Mm. to me what a pharmaceutical company is, because Mm. people, you know, we have a bad rap uh, working. Of course. uh, But uh, tell us how you landed the opportunity and then just educate, you know, our listeners a little bit on what is pharma and why is it so beneficial to everything we do in medicine.
1: I love that. So, breaking it down first, so how I transitioned, um, so I'm currently right now in a postdoctoral fellowship with Santa Fe in conjunction with MCPHS, so that's Massachusetts College of Pharmacy located in Boston. Um, and so, basically, what a fellowship is, is it allows professionals, not only PharmDs, but you know, sometimes MDs or whoever to Break into the industry, and so what I'm doing, or my specific specialty, is um, commercial strategy. And so within that, I felt that was very aligned with my skills of, you know, what I've learned in school, and then also with my extracurriculars like Sisters in Medicine, because I'm doing a lot of patient marketing. I'm doing a lot of patient education in the realm of rare disease, and so that's something that I've said you know, I hold very near and dear to my heart is getting that information out to patients. And with rare disease, it's not really always pushing the medication is what I like so much about it is it's actually pushing the disease state and teaching people about the disease state. Because the thing with rare disease is that you may not even know that you have been dealing with this disease because it's such a small amount of people that suffer from it. It's such a small amount of people that even know what the signs and symptoms are. I think that it's really important for me um, entering into this career to be able to continue that patient education, to be able to be that bridge between, or that gap between clinical and and the business aspect of pharma. Um, So that's my transition. Um, I I did a, a, I'm doing a two-year fellowship. Um, It was a program that I applied to through MCPHS. Um, There are many fellowship programs that people can apply to throughout the country, Um, but I'm very happy to be at this one and to be working at Santa Fe. I I love that. I love my job. Um, And then the next question you had was what is pharma and how do pharmacists or how you know, what do we do within pharma? So I kind of already broke that down a little bit of what I do. Um, But I would say that pharma has a lot of different avenues. And I think that's why I was also drawn to it. Um, it just has so many different things that you can do. You can find yourself in so many different careers. Um, you, For me, within commercial, you know, I, I know that I love patient education. I know that I love patient advocacy. So that's something that I'm gravitating more to. Some people, you know, may want to focus more on changing the minds of healthcare providers, you know, getting that medication um, to be seen. You know, maybe there's a, a better one to be prescribing to patients. And, you know, some healthcare providers might be stuck in their ways with pre- Prescribing, you know what they've known all this all this time. So, I think that there's different things that you can do within pharma, and that um, we do get a bad rep. But I think for the most part, we do have the best interest for the patients um, and for healthcare providers alike.
2: Yes, absolutely. Because even Tylenol, it stems from yes. pharma. If research exactly. had to be done in order to get that Tylenol on the shelf, into your house, into your mouth, exactly. right to reduce your pain, exactly. Or your fever. I just don't think people yeah. understand uh, the process of, you know, getting medications approved, um, yeah. you know, for patients. And you said rare disease. C- can you break that down a little more for us? Because we know what that means. But like mm-hmm.
1: people listening, what what is a rare disease? Right. So rare disease, I can't go really into the specifics, but I can say, over as a broad um, term, rare disease is a disease that only affects a small amount of people in the world. Um, And so something that's not very known to many people, it's not like a COVID or even it's not even like a cancer or there are some rare diseases within cancer, but there Mm -hmm. are it's a Mm -hmm. it's a disease state that not many people know about.
2: Yes, I love it. I love it. So, Amanda, what's your ultimate goal? I mean, the word the world is your oyster. Like, where do you see yourself going? Where do you want to end
1: up? So, I mean, aside from pharma, one of my passions is motivational speaking. Um, it's something that I love doing, And your podcast is something that when you asked me to be on, I was so excited because it's in line with my insights as well. I love, giving back to others. I love feeding back into others. I love elevating and inspiring people. And I think that's something that has come from my upbringing of having so many wonderful women be, you know, inspirations for me, whether it be my sisters, whether it be my mother, you know, my aunts, aunt, my my grandmother, everyone has had some type of influence on me. And I like having all of that wealth of knowledge. I like having all of that wisdom and being able to pour that back into others. So, I. As like a career goal, I mean, of course, I'm in pharma now, but as something that I'm very passionate about is being able to get to the next step of becoming a motivational speaker.
2: I love it. So you don't have to wait. You're already there.
1: All you will <laughs> find a platform, put your exactly. camera on and start it, talking. And speak. You're so right. Yeah, Especially yeah with technology. It's, it's really that. So that's something that I will be seeking into, you know, finding my way into now that I'm done with school. I can focus on my career. I can focus on my um, extracurricular endeavors. And uh, I'm very excited to move on to the next step of this life.
2: Yeah, and that's what I tell, you know, a lot of people. One thing I learned with COVID is that, you know, as healthcare professionals, we define ourselves very much by our titles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because we work so hard to get them, <laughs> right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> school, the stress of um, finishing school and, and taking the exam and getting certified and all the things. However, what I learned with COVID is that, you know, the titles and, you know, the job titles, the the, the letters behind your name and all that does not define us. No, it, it does not define us who we are at the core. That's who we are at the core. So, motivational speaker, you are already a motivational speaker. We just need to amen, get you out there to, to start talking to people and start motivating people. Um, that's but so I think true. we spend so much time in our careers, and I think it's great that you're saying this now, like mm-hmm. so early on in your career. So, I look forward to being on your show or being, of in the course. Audience
1: to you <laughs> That's awesome thank you so much <laughs>
2: you. yes absolutely let's make it happen let's make it happen so uh, Amanda before we get out of here what is something you want our audience to know about you or farmer or what you're doing and and this uh, is I'm gonna give you some time on here to
1: motivate our audience and I'm okay. gonna step off okay uh, definitely something that I want to give back to all of you is just find what's What works for you. Find what works best for you. I think uh, when I started pharmacy school, I had everything figured out. I knew I was going to do community pharmacy. I knew, uh, you know, and I kind of was like setting a blueprint for myself. But along the way, I started, you know, seeing different things. I started experiencing different things. And I realized, you know, what fit best for me. I started noticing things about myself that, you know, were more in line with other careers or more in line with other extracurriculars. And when I felt that passion, when I felt that thing that mattered most to me, that is what allowed me to know and understand exactly where I needed to be. You know, I kind of just let myself grow in the way that would allow me to experience different things. So I definitely, what I would say is try things. Put yourself out there. Don't be afraid and don't be shy or or nervous to try something or to reach out to someone or to speak to someone because you never know what the next opportunity will hold for you. You never know the next person that will open a door for you or hold that door open for you. So the most important thing I want to say is just be open, be ready and be excited for the things that life has for you. I love it. That's a great message. That's a Thank great you. message.
2: <laughs> and before I let you go, I do have to do a rapid fire. Are you okay with of that? Course. Yeah. All that's right. Fine. So answer the question with the first thing that comes to your mind or finish the statement. So wellness means? Happiness. I know I'm stressed when? I'm crying. <laughs> my go-to stress management solution is? Prayer. One thing I learned about myself during COVID is?
1: I'm resilient. Mm.
2: Something people get wrong about you. I'm quiet. Mm. I I could see that. I could see <laughs> that. I could see that. Great. And what do you want to be remembered by? What legacy do you want to leave here on earth?
1: Sisters in medicine, for sure. I think that that's probably... I couldn't mention it enough on this podcast. I think that um, I just love being able to help people in, in a non-conventional way um, and use the talents that I've gained, use the knowledge that I've gained to help in a way that doesn't necessarily mean I'm working in, a, in my career, you know, just extracurricular. It's for fun. It, it helps me. It helps others. Um, I'm able to express myself and people are able to learn. So it's a win-win. It's a symbiotic relationship.
2: I love it. And I'll have to have you and your sisters back to really oh. Sisters of in Medicine, course. let's amplify that. So that I'm thank you so much for being here uh, and we'll have to have you back. Of
1: course, sounds great. Thank you for and having me. More than welcome.
2: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. Before you go, I would love to share a free stress management resource with you. Go to stressblueprint.com and download your free copy of the three questions to ask when you are stressed. Until next time, go out and be your best, do your best, and give your best.
0: If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Highway to Health Podcast, hosted by Jeremy Quinby, provides guidance, quality resources, and inspiration for anyone seeking wellness in mind, body, and spirit. There's an episode that you should check out called The Value of Our Emotions, where Jeremy helps listeners understand the role emotions serve and what we can learn about our present state by staying attuned to them. Check out Highway to Health podcast on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.